It's a goal! He's done it! Yeah, what a shot! This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Just Sports. Hello and welcome to Just Sports, uh, your weekly roundup of all that happens in the world of sports. Uh, let's start first by apologizing uh, for our non-appearance last week. Uh, my good friend Mr. Rahul Puri was in the Himalayas taking uh, a detox from social media and a yes, detox yes. from all that happens in the big bad world. So Mr. Puri, are you back from your detox? Uh, yes, I'm absolutely back from my detox. You're absolutely correct. Okay, so he's back from his detox and uh, he's back in the thick of action because I think nothing else has happened in the world of sports as big as what happened in Cape Town for a while. And today's Just Sports is going to talk about what everybody else is now calling the sandpaper gate. Um, Rahul, uh, I don't know what to say. I really don't know what to say. I mean, I'm speechless and you know how difficult it is for me to be speechless. But what the F was that? Well, I think what the F was that was the culmination of, quite frankly, quite a long period um, of which, you know, it's a strange one. I mean, there, there are a number of things that we, talk, we can talk about here. I mean, A, there's the incident itself. Sure. Um, B, there is the the Australian team and the 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 sort of culture that exists in the Australian team. Um, and the other thing that we need to talk about is is what this basically says for world cricket, um, because you know I, I think that this is um, the, an Australian side that is the most disliked side in the world and. I mean, it's, you know, I remember Steve Smith, um, when he uh, did that uh, DRS thing in India, he called it a brain fade. Well, if this is a, if that was a brain fade, then, I mean, I have absolutely no idea what, what you would classify this as. You know, I mean, Raul, let's, okay, let's, let's go back a little while and say, yes, there have been other Australian teams which have been disliked across the world. I mean, you had, you know, the Great Chapel era where, you know, even they were disliked. I mean, it's not that... They were the most loved ones. They played cricket hard, but but I don't think I don't think I don't think and dislike. I, I think Australians have always had a grudging respect. There's always been a grudging respect for Australians because of the way that they play their cricket. They played really. But this Australian side is genuinely disliked. They're genuinely disliked, and they're genuinely disliked because of the fact that they purport to uphold the spirit of cricket when in reality I would go back to 2005 um, when they lost the Ashes Um, and at that time the Australian media basically turned around and said that Australia lost the Ashes because they were too sporting with England they were too nice to England and you know you you, I remember images of um, Brett Lee um, in that terrific game at Edgbaston where where Freddie Flint, Flintoff basically goes up to pick Brett Lee up after he yeah. almost yeah. won the game for Australia. I also remember Shane Warne clapping Freddie Flintoff off the off the ground uh, after uh, Flintoff hit a, a match-winning 88 um, when England were like 34 for 5 or something like that. And the Australians actually got hammered um, by their press because of it. They said they're too pally, they're too nice, whatever, whatever. And that was the turning point for this Australian side. That is where the culture became, well, we're not going to give an inch. We're not going to, we're not going to give an inch. We're absolutely going to be mean and nasty and horrible. Um, 
And I think that it's just, you know, they were mean, nasty and horrible, but, you know, they had Warren and McGraw and so they were a great side. This side is nowhere near close to that. They're just mean and nasty and horrible. I mean, yes, I mean, Raul, yes, mean and nasty, yes, I agree with you that they have been mean and nasty. They have been going, they've been crossing the line for a while. You know, it's not just at the South Africa test. You've had Warner in brawls before this. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. David Warner is is quite possibly the most disliked cricketer in the world um, by cricketers, not necessarily by fans who, you know, like the fact that he scores faster than a runner ball and whatever, whatever, but by fan, by cricketers, he is the most disliked cricketer on the planet. And there is a reason for that because he absolutely is, you know, you go back last year when Faf du Plessis was done for ball tampering. And there is a, 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 a video doing the round of David Warner telling the media how disgraceful it was and how disappointed he would be in his team if they tried to do anything like that. I mean, it is now people are playing it out ad nauseum because it is almost the most ridiculous thing that you're likely to see. I mean, it's just bizarre. You know, I mean, I mean okay, coming back, coming back to the whole ball tampering thing and the fact that you know, you just brought out a very interesting fact that, you know, Faf Duplessis got caught um, in the last uh, last year. There have been times where other cricketers and other teams have also been, uh, you know, uh, bordering on ball tampering. But not bordering on, they have tampered they with have the They have tampered ball. with the ball. Yes, I mean, yes. so this is not something that is a brand new phenomena as far as the world of cricket is concerned. Uh, I think... I would say that, yes, the Australians got a little unlucky that they got caught with uh, with the whole ball tampering thing. But what, 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 what appalls me, Rahul, is the fact that the captain, the coach, the vice-captain, and pretty much, I guess, other members of the team were also involved in it. It was not just a one-man or a two-man decision. It was obviously something that the team planned it out. And there was not one sign of dissent apparently uh, you know to to go out there and i've been discussing this with a lot of my other friends to say why should it be a one match ban the icc needs to come down hard cricket australia needs to i hope come down hard on this they need to be at least banned for six months for a year and stripped of captaincy forever no no i think they will i mean i i think i i, I mean let's talk about ball tampering for a second i mean a i think every country every team tries to get the most advantage that they can Absolutely. out of shining the ball. Let's be completely clear with that. Michael Vaughan and his England side in 2005, they admit to putting uh, saliva on the ball and, and you know, uh, chomping at sweets and, and using that sticky saliva and putting it on the ball. They will, you know, people will try anything. And, and you should, quite frankly, you should, because, you know, pitches are flat, bats are huge. I mean, why would you not? Um, but I think the idea of taking a foreign object, okay, something that is not your your body, okay, onto the ground, you know, here in this case it was sticky tape that they rolled on the ground and, and tried to get sort of dust to create sort of a sandpaper type thing. To, to do something like that and the premeditating... The premeditated, absolutely. Where they, where they apparently got together in a team meeting... You know, and and decided that that for me is is the the nail here in the coffin. I mean, how desperate do you get to win? How much? 
I mean, and you know, I go back to this. I go back to this culture thing that I talk about, right? The Australian team is not well liked. The Australian team got themselves into a terrible fracas with the South African side. They won the first test. They got into a terrible mess in the second test where, you know, Rabada was done for barging. And quite frankly, I, I remember I deserved, I think he deserved to be banned for, for barging. He got done for barging. Um, and then, of course, it got reversed. And there's all this pressure on the Australian side where the crowd is giving them hell and whatever and whatever and whatever. How much pressure do you take on yourself that you turn around and say to yourself, well, we're going to take out sticky tape and rub it on the ground to try and tamper with the ball? Now, the thing is, right, is that it's pretty clear to me that this is something that's happened before. Australian team, the Australian team has done this before, not necessarily with sticky tape, but with something um, else. It but, could not. It but, could not have been the know, first David, time. David, David Warner's bandage um, throughout the Ashes series was something that that was talked about. But they obviously have done something, and quite frankly, I think that the South Africans knew that something was up, and they wanted to point the cameras at David Warner because he is the designated ball shiner in the side. However, the Australians discussed, because the heat's on Warner, let's move this to Bancroft. But how stupid can you be? I mean, I heard Freddie Flintoff talk about this, where he said, you know what, I'm a little morally sort of uh, ambiguous over the whole tampering thing, but he's like, it's just completely thick. There are so much, so many cameras. How did you think you were going to get away with this? I mean, it's just... It's just stupider and stupider the deeper you go. And, 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 and not just that, Rahul. I mean, it, it brings into question this whole good boy image of Steve Smith. You know, he is seen around the world as someone who's a hard cricketer, but he's supposed to be the good guy within the team, you know. And, and for the captain of the, of the team to be a part of it, for the, for the coach to be a part of it, my argument over here is why should they not get at least a minimum two-year ban? What is what is the difference? I mean, what is the difference? And I, and, I, and I bring up a question over here, Rahul. My question is that, according to a very dear friend of mine who's a sports journalist, the ICC's maximum ban is one test match for ball tampering. It needs to be revisited. It need you cannot ma- you cannot ban a per- person who's tampering the ball because he's trying to he's obviously trying to influence the result of the match. Sure. It's 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 okay. It might not be as nasty or as uh, 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 what would I say a, a bigger crime as match fixing, but it comes close to that. It very, comes very much so. And and it, I think one thing that you have to see from all of this is that the ICC's code of conduct guidelines need to change. I mean, you know, the the signal that's sent out here, um, frankly, is that um, you know uh, you barge into somebody, you get done for two matches. You tamper with the ball. And honestly speaking, just think about this for a second. Supposing Steve Smith had not gone into that press conference and said and owned up, okay? Supposing that the Australian team had basically turned around and said to Cam Bancroft, listen, Cam, you're probably only going to get a 75% fine of your match fee. Just take the fall. He would have got away with a 75% of his match fee fine and been able to play the next test match. I mean, it is beyond stupid. I mean, it's beyond stupid. No, I think I, I really agree with you, Rahul. I think that the ICC needs to look at its moral code of conduct and needs to make some strict changes because, you know, the, the punishments for ball tampering has to be much more than this. You are... 
going against the spirit of the game. You are trying to influence the, 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 the game through illegal means. And I really hope to God that Cricket Australia comes down hard on Steve Smith, David Warner and Lehman. I mean, Lehman should just be banned for life. No, I, I think there's very little doubt that Cricket Australia um, will be very harsh with, with what they're going to deal with. Because, you know, the outrage in other parts of the world is, let me tell you, it's nothing compared to the outrage in Australia. Australia has gone absolutely Bizarre. They've gone hysterical um, over the situation because, you know, as I've said, the Australian culture is hard but fair. Yeah, they, they like to win. There's they, nothing wrong they, with that. They like to win, but they don't like to cheat and win. And this is blatant cheating. And it would not surprise me at all if Darren Lehman is immediately sacked. It would not surprise me at all if Steve Smith and David Warner are stripped of the captaincy and vice captaincy and never allowed anywhere near those positions again. And it wouldn't surprise me if both of them don't get at least a one-year ban from uh, cricket. I, it wouldn't surprise yeah, it wouldn't me, surprise me too. And I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the Sunrisers Hyderabad to wake up and say we strip David Warner too. I mean, well, I mean, well, I mean, Steve Smith had the good sense, I think, to step down. And not from just come on round over the there. Over there, also Shane Warne played a real important part. I mean, he's the mentor of the well, team. I, I think that he had the good sense to to do that, and it wouldn't surprise me at all, quite frankly, if if Steve Smith takes the whole of the IPL off. I mean, I, I wouldn't surprise. It wouldn't be surprised if if he's not here at all, because what this has clearly showed you is that. The, the brain's trust in the Australian team is not Steve Smith. The brain's trust in the Australian team is David Warner. This is, by all in, intents and accounts from what I've read of Australian journalists, this is David Warner basically pushing Steve Smith into a corner to do it. Now, I, that does not make Steve Smith not culpable. Absolutely. It makes him completely culpable. But it just goes to show you that Steve Smith is not the leader that people thought he was. In fact, he's a completely weak and naive leader. And actually, all the bullying that the Australian... It's done by uh, Lehman and Warner. It does. It is done by Lehman and Warner. And that's why you've not heard from Darren Lehman at all in the last three days. Because it wouldn't have wouldn't be surprising at all to me if Cricket Australia have just come in and said, yeah, you just shut up. You're not going to say a damn thing. And we're going to try and now get rid of this and move all yeah, of this Yeah, because there's nothing that Darren... I mean, come on. Darren Lehman, the moment he saw it happening, sent messages across saying, covered it up. He bloody well knew what was happening. There is no way in hell. Absolutely, of course, 110%. There is no way that Lehman um, did not know this. There is no way. Um, it's utterly impossible. But, you know, to quickly sort of, I think, bring this all together, it brings into scrutiny, I think, very clearly, um, everything that is becoming wrong with world cricket today. And I think that, you know, you can look at this from just a ball tampering point of view, but you could look at it from the wider context of behavior um, in cricket. And I think that this is a direct result of the ICC and the cricketing boards not taking cognizance of the fact that cricket behavior on the cricket field has hit an absolute low. And this is an example of what happens when you do not do anything to check that. Australian team, this Australian team has lost all respect for the cricket, for the game of cricket, which is why they think that they can do things like this and get away with it. And look at that press conference. That press conference was 
blasé, you know. It was like, yeah, you know what, we did it, I'm sorry, and, uh, you know, we won't do it again, we won't do it again, and, uh, yeah, you know, I'm, we're sorry about it. I mean, you know, Steve Smith is obviously so naive that he has absolutely no idea, or he had absolutely no idea, when he said all of that stuff. He had no idea what were the repercussions of what he was saying. And now I think that that is really slowly going to sink in. And this is something that Smith particularly will never, ever lose. He'll never lose this. It doesn't matter how many runs he scores. Yeah, trust he me, he will score plenty more runs. He will score plenty more test hundreds. But he will always be the Australian captain that cheated. Yep. And I, and I honestly think, Rahul, that this, like you rightly said, has, you know, shaken up the cricket world. We need to relook at, at at a lot of things. We need to relook at the ICC code of conduct. We need to relook at the way in football you have the red cards, you have the yellow cards. You and I have been talking about this ad nauseum. You know, we need to get far more stricter because with the with we, we just you know we just need to stop this this belief. Since about two thousand and one, two thousand and two, when Steve Waugh led the Australians, this belief that has come into cricket, that cricket has to be played where you are ultra-aggressive. And you look at England, you look at India, you look at Australia, you look at all of these teams, they are ultra-aggressive. They're like a pack of dogs on the field. And frankly, it doesn't have to be like that. Cricket doesn't have to be played like that. Yes, you can be aggressive. Yes, you can be hard on the field. Yes, there can be a bit of banter. Yes, uh, there can be a little bit of words said, but you don't have to be disrespectful. You don't have to. You don't have to give people ridiculous send-offs when you've got them out. You don't have to do all of this. And I am one who constantly has said that this is bad for the game, and quite frankly, this is a direct result of all of that building up. Well, on that note, I think we will end this podcast because. Both Rahul and I have completely, completely said what we want to say, that there needs to be a complete overhaul. There needs to be a look at it. There needs to be a complete relook at the way we play our cricket. And I hope there is exemplary punishment given to Steve Smith, David Warner and Lehman because this has to set an example for the rest of the world. Absolutely, 110%. It has to set a precedent. Just like just like the, those Pakistani players were banned, this has to set a strong precedent to young people who are playing cricket to know that if you do stuff like this, you are going to get into really serious trouble and it is going to impact your career. And I think that it's time that Cricket Australia, and I think that Cricket Australia will take this very seriously, because I think that Cricket Australia understand that there is something wrong with their cricketing culture and their cricketing culture needs to be fixed. Well, we hope that happens. We hope that, you know, there, there, there's, there's good that comes out of it because this is pretty much as low as cricket can get. I mean, this is pretty much the low blow that cricket did not need at this point of time with, with Test Cricket and all the, the stuff that's happening with it and the other stuff that's going around the world. This is not something that, you know, one of the top cricketing nations needed at this point of time and not, and definitely not the world of cricket. Well, Rahul, thank you very much. Uh, I'm glad that you're back and I hope you're not going away any for more uh, detox and we will be back. No, no more detox for me. No more detox. No more detox for you. We shall be back next week to talk more about sports. I mean, football will be back. The Formula One season has started. We have an IPL coming up, but uh, this one, unfortunately was taken up by what has been the biggest scandal in cricket 
for a really long time and we had to discuss it. So like we say, if it's a goal, a penalty or a hole-in-one, we'll cover it for you. Thank you for listening to Just Sports and we'll be back next week. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.